After being tortured as a child by my stepmom, I drowned my sorrows in drugs, sex, and alcohol. I grew up as an atheist, but then I met Jesus and he changed my story. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist On Leg. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about how easy it is to grow up hating God due to extreme, horrible situations that can happen in one's life. Now, all of us live through difficult situations, some worse than others. But when our eyes see horrible things, it can be tempting to not believe in the existence of God. People often think, How can a loving God allow for these bad things to happen? Well, in our last show, Gina Gomez described how she grew up being tortured by her stepmom. And she grew up very lost, sleeping with both men and women, living a life of getting anything and everything she could to try to fulfill her life until she eventually gave in to witchcraft to know her future. We're going to talk about her experience with that today. And she also talked about how some of the torture that really scarred her in her past really affected her future. Gina, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. Gina, we last left off about you meeting a witch and she was going to help you. Yes. Now, you had this encounter with this witch that was kind of strange, that shocked you, that gave you like a choice for God. Tell us about that story. Yes, after the first meeting, I went back to her and she offered to do some card readings. Hmm. While she was doing the card readings, she stopped, she gasped. And she told me that an angel had appeared in the spiritual realm and that he had a message and that she could not continue to read the cards for me because the angel had told her that God wants to talk to me. What? So wait a minute, wait a minute. So here you are, you're seeking darkness because you don't believe in God at this point. Mm-hmm. And now the darkness is telling you, hold, 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 hold up. God has something to say. Yep. And in that moment, I asked her, but you're a witch. And she said, but I know who has the power. I know who the God of the Bible is. What? Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, that's what she told me. So that's confusing because you're like an atheist. So you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, this is weird. And I just said, okay. And she told me that she learns to do the witchcraft in her country. And that's the only thing she knows how to do. Even though she knows it's bad, that's the only thing that can get her money. So (laughs) we proceeded. (laughs) Oh, oh, so she said that you had to like renounce God or something like that for her to continue, right? Yes, we proceeded. The angel told her that God wanted to tell me that he loved me and that he wanted to take care of me, but that I had to accept him had to make a choice that day that either I accepted God and looked for him, or if not, I just continue doing the witchcraft. So this witch is not even under her own control. (laughs) Somehow she's being forced to preach the gospel to you. Yes. That's crazy. And you reject it. Yes. At that moment, I couldn't receive what she was telling me about God because I was so angry inside. I remember that I cried and I said, I don't want him. And once I said that immediately, she was able to continue reading, doing the card reading. She's like, okay, that's all she needed for me to reject him. 
So she started doing seances and stuff with you and stuff like that, right? Yeah, she started telling me how she can fix my life and what I needed to do and what I had to buy and what times I had to do it, all these things. And I just bought everything she told me. I did what she told me to do, and I just hoped that my life would change. Did it work? <laughs> no. <laughs> to be honest, it just got worse. It got worse. Okay, so then I understand you did have an encounter with God. What happened? Yeah, I had a friend from high school that she became Christian back then, and she would invite me here and there to church, but I would always say no. Mm. But finally, after I was going through so much, I just like, you know what, I'm going to go. So I went with her one time, and I accepted Christ. Just like that. But I never came back. Okay. That first time I did, and I never came back. And then a year later, she invited me again. But this time is when I had the experience that something was lifting off my body. Really? Yeah, I used to have back pain a lot. And that day, I was healed from the back pain that I had. And due to that encounter, I kept coming to church. Wow. And so then you were like, okay, wait a minute. Jesus is real? No, (laughs) I didn't know. I just knew something supernatural had happened. Hmm. And I wanted more of that. I didn't know it was Jesus, but, you know, at the end, I learned. So when did you really accept the Lord to be like a full-blown Christian? When was that moment? Uh, That day I accepted him, but since I kept coming, I really started surrendering my life. And I think that's when I started like, okay, this is it. He's the one that's doing this in my life. So I accepted that he was Jesus and he was going to help me. Okay. So you started following Christ and you've been doing this for quite a few years now. So how did coming to know Jesus heal all of that emotional damage your stepmom had inflicted upon your soul? Because I mean, she was calling you names, you know, you have no purpose, you're worthless, all this stuff. How does knowing Jesus really solve that? Yeah, I've been walking with Christ nine years now. And I can tell you that every time I walked into that church or every time I heard the word, all I would hear was Jesus loves you. Mm -hmm. And due to me hearing that, I started believing it. And not just because I started believing it, but things were changing in my life. Mm. It's like he was throwing little seeds in my heart, little seeds of believing that he loved me. And due to me building a relationship with him, that's when my thoughts started changing. That's when my heart started changing. And I received revelation, you know, that he did love me. It's like he instilled it in me. I do love you. Wow. Did you feel like you had more purpose coming to know Christ? Like, did you discover your purpose? I did, yes. When I came to him, he gave me my identity as his child. Mm. And that was very powerful because I felt I was an orphan all my life. And because of that, he gave me an identity of his child and that I had a purpose with him. He gave me a voice to speak and not to be afraid and to share the love that he has for us, even though in the midst of darkness. But how did you overcome that whole thought, there's no God because he allowed these things to happen to me in my past? How do you view that now? Yeah, I used to blame people a lot. You know, people were at fault. But when I came to Christ, I learned that these people are victims. You mean your stepmom? Yes, meaning my stepmother. She had a choice. She can pick doing good or doing bad. The reason why she reacted like that or was like that is because something happened to her in the past that triggered her to be like this. And unfortunately, she's a victim of not being loved as well. Wow. She just sold into me because something triggered her to be like that. And I learned not to blame her. I learned that she's a victim and that she also needs love and that she needs Jesus. So you forgave her? I did. It took me a while. The Lord was working in me and he just told me, you have to forgive your stepmother. And I didn't understand because I was like, why do I have to forgive her if she's the one that hurt me? 
Right. But I understood that I had to forgive her because I held so much anger, so much bitterness. And that was causing me not to be able to enjoy my life. Oh, yeah. So Christ helped you to make your life better by letting all of that bitterness out. I mean, the way you describe it, it's almost like a bad liquid in your body or something. Yeah, it was eating me alive. I had to let it go and God made a way so that I can speak to her and she spoke to me and we forgave one another. And I can tell you after that forgiveness, I have so much peace. I don't have regret. I have so much joy and I can just fully understand, you know, that what happened, it wasn't her fault. Well, you know, this is amazing because as I think about it, you know, you're on the radio with me here talking in front of all these people. Normally, the way you grew up, this would not be possible because you were so quiet and you were taught to be quiet. Obviously, this has changed, but there's somebody right now listening and they're like, I would never go on a show because I'm like this. I feel like I need to be quiet. How did God change you in this? It seems like he gave you some type of freedom here. How did that happen? Yeah, I had to go through some deliverances Mm. and it's like pretty much I had to transform my mind. I had to transform my thinking. I had to stop sinning. Mm. You know, I had a very promiscuous lifestyle. I had to stop doing all of that. I had to clean myself and that's how I started that process. And it took me a long time because it was hard, but I understood that if I went through that process, I would see the light at the end and that everything was going to work for my good. Oh, and you know what? It sure has. So you would say coming to know Christ has really brought true healing into your life, yeah? It has, yes, completely. Wow, that's amazing. Gina, thank you so much for sharing this encouraging testimony. I think we're really learning so much how Jesus can change someone's life by healing the past. And that's amazing. I don't know why people don't want Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Gina, thanks so much for joining us. God bless you so much. Thank you. Okay, guys, a lot to dissect and think about right after the break. Did you know that Evangelist Onlay also travels around the world speaking at gospel events? Yeah. Go to www.therealliferadioshow.com to learn more about us and what we are doing to impact the world and reach the next generation. Also, you got to check out our YouTube channel where Onlay explores different parts of the world and God's wonders, sharing insights and reaching people in different countries. Let's explore the wonders of the world together. You don't want to miss out on this one. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at www.therealliferadioshow.com. That's www.therealliferadioshow.com. Please help us to expand the reach of these shows. We couldn't do it without you. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I think it's amazing how this was a story of hatred that turned into forgiveness and love. Only God can do something like this. You know, Satan always wants to cause division and deep hatred in the soul. And you know why? Because Satan himself is so full of hatred. Satan will always be the one who's raging war and trying to wreak havoc on our lives. My life, your life. And how do we know this? It's written in Revelation chapter 12, verses 17. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep God's commands and holds fast to the testimony about Jesus. This is a description of what Apostle John saw in a vision from the Lord. And Satan is described as being enraged which is full of anger, wrath, and hatred. Hatred for God's people. 
hatred for those who hold the name of Jesus Christ. But what's really amazing is that Gina was full of Satan's hatred, but then she encountered the God of love and healing, so much so that she was able to forgive her oppressor of the past. She was able to reconcile all those things that happened. She was able to move forward in Christ. This doesn't happen easily. This demonstrates the power of God to truly change our lives, to change us from hatred to forgiveness and love. What about you, beloved? Where's your heart? Think about it. Do you have any hatred for anyone resting in your heart? Is that hatred just kind of hiding somewhere there? Maybe you don't think about it, but sometimes it just kind of comes out of your mouth when you're speaking. Do you sometimes feel justified to feel the way that you do? But you know, deep inside, the Holy Spirit is urging you to give your life to Jesus and encounter the God of love. Lord Jesus, I'm praying with a person who's dealing with this bitterness, this hatred for someone, saying, gosh, you don't know what they've done to me. But Lord Jesus, you know, and you're the God of love, and you can come and wipe away all of that anger, that hurt, that vitriol. Lord Jesus, we receive you, we believe in you, and we welcome you. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed with this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. You can shop online at www.therealliferadioshow.com and click on our merch page. Shop clothes, mugs, backpacks, and more. See you next time.